Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and my total passion in life is to do anything and everything I can to help you get closer to God. I figure if we can do that, it's going to impact every other area of your life. From your finances, to your family, to your job, and without a doubt, your eternity. Sure, we'll talk musical worship, but more than anything, we'll talk fellowship and real friendship with our Heavenly Father. Abundant life done right. Our mission at the Pure Worship Podcast is to help you discover or rediscover that walking and talking full of purpose connection with God, that you might also empower others in the same way. So be encouraged and join the conversation as we go on the journey together. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh goes fully transparent as he shares this testimony from his heart about how he has been avoiding the secret place in a brand new podcast we're calling The Secret Place Under Fire. Guys, this is a huge wake-up call for all of us, and we're begging you to listen to this one a few times, first alone and then with your family and in small groups with other leaders. We just don't realize how easy and how dangerous it is to gloss over the idea of spending intentional alone time with God regularly, as a son, as a daughter. We're in the fight of our lives. You've heard it said, if the devil can't get you to sin, he'll entice you to become too busy either consumed with ministry or consumed with entertainment, but forsaking God's heart for us to be consumed by Him. A couple things to expect. Josh gets real and shares how reading my book on an airplane helped spark a reset for him in the secret place that had been stagnant for three years. And I challenged leaders to determine not to look past this podcast, wondering how it might help someone else without first looking at the log in our own eye. All right, let's pray and we'll get started. Holy God, we pause right now to acknowledge you, to declare that you are our God and that we cannot exist without you. We don't want to exist without you. We want to know you deeply and personally. Please open our hearts to hear your voice right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. All right, let's go ahead and get into this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled, The Secret Place Under Fire. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Great, I don't know. Great opener, Jeff. Yeah, you like that one? I, I yeah. love it. It's great. You know, we're always trying to find a different way to say hello to all you fine folks out there. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not the best at it, to be honest. I, I like the... <laughs> Like the NPR or like Minnesota Public Radio or like, and we're back. <laughs> I have no On idea what you're talking NPR. about. Like they, they're just kind of sleepy anyway. <laughs> right, no, I got I you. Okay. So there wasn't actually, it like, wasn't it's literal. like, it's like homeboy fell asleep during right. the break and right. then, or like right. during the, oh, we're back now. That was <laughs> Cello Suites by Johan <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, yeah, anyway. anyway, great opener, Jeff. Good really, way to start I off. I kind of enjoy making those sounds. I, <laughs> I don't even know 
know what's going on right now. I don't either. Uh, we might have to edit this. No, it's too much fun. It's great. All right, so we're kind of going to go off script here a little bit. Oh, my god! Oh, I know, right? We're Ooh. out of order. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to go out of order here just a little bit because, uh, as you know, we've been doing these podcasts in connection to the book, uh, Waking Pure Worship. Uh, we're kind of going through it chapter by chapter, uh, but we just felt like we need to do a little revisit. Yeah. I mean, we're only in a few podcasts um, now, but we felt like we kind of needed to go back and touch on a couple of things from the past because yeah. of we have we have been given new revelation. That's right. Even us. Yes. The ones that are being used to bring some of this revelation to you are also experiencing some revelation. We are growing. We are in process. Man, we don't have the corner market on any of this stuff, but oh. I tell you, and we've said this, guys, and it's not in a cliche way, that we are really in process just as much as everybody else. It sounds uh, like it's the thing to say though. No, it totally it does. does but right? it, and it, it's, it's not, a good marketing ploy. We're right. on the journey with you. You know, I'm trying to find those phrases that make people yep. feel like, Oh, they're with me. No, but seriously, people, we're actually saying we really are learning. Even as we're speaking, even as we yep. say things, we feel like the Holy spirit is saying things out of our mouths, out of our hearts that then go back into our ears and teach us. Yes. It's really not in a trite way, you guys. We're really just trying to to tell you what, what our journey is like. And, and guys, to be honest, uh, I'm going to just, if you would allow me, Jeff, and yeah. I, I would love to get a little bit vulnerable today, just me as a, as a man of God, as a worship leader, whatever, whatever you want to call me. And uh, this really is pretty fresh for me. I've just had some amazing kind of personal revival uh, happen in my life recently. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd love, love yeah, to share definitely. about it. I mean, I mean, you know, cause today we decided, I mean, we planned this date way ahead of time. And for those of you who don't know how this works for us, I mean, some people probably get together and they do their show once a week, but for us, we get together and we do our podcast. We do like five, four or five or six of them at a time, you mm -hmm. know, cause you're busy. I'm busy. We're like, Hey, let's just block off a Saturday and we'll get together and we'll just knock these out, you know? And, uh, so today is one of those days you showed up and we're chatting and hanging out, you know, actually having a little eggnog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Friends, we just celebrated, uh, all saints day, if you will. And the Dio's do not mess around. Martha made homemade eggnog, and uh, it was the best stuff I've ever had in my life. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and it was You have fantastic. to get that, that carton stuff. If you've ever had eggnog out of a carton and you like it, I mean, either way, if you don't like it, then you still need to try this, the real stuff. If you do like it, you're going to be blown away oh, by the real stuff. It was so I mean, good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the secret place of food. <laughs> Hey, speaking of secret place, <laughs> hey, we are. Jeff, uh, for me, I rediscovered my secret place. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and really, I just want to set it up a little bit because as you came into my house, yeah. we just started talking, you yeah. know, and we weren't even down by the microphone. We weren't even, uh, yet talking about what we were going to talk about yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we really felt like this needed to be one that we would just insert in the middle you know, yeah. the very first podcast we did was called The Secret Place. Mm -hmm. And it's like a foundational thought for this whole book and the podcast itself, the Pure Worship podcast, all that. But I love this because we went, okay, maybe we should do one that's not on schedule. 
just out of our conversation, literally Josh and I are sitting there talking, then Martha comes in and we're all three talking and, and Josh is really just sharing, you were just sharing this stuff, you know, that I don't know, man, it blessed me. Yeah. I mean, a few days ago you, we've been doing this Marco Polo thing and he was just telling me that there was something that happened and you were saying something that happened in your life, uh, over the last couple of weeks. And we thought maybe this would be a good podcast. Now I gotta be honest. I asked you first though like I don't want to exploit your testimony like right. I, I didn't want to like oh I know we could make a podcast and people mm-hmm. will love it and they'll be touched and and we can now exploit this real thing that happened in your life for ministry purposes yeah so uh, we talked about it and we felt like uh, we really did need to share this we understand the power of testimony yeah we understand that um, that it helps break the back of the enemy Yeah. Uh, when we share our testimony and it actually empowers other people who might be feeling the same way that you felt. So uh, I'm planning on letting you just kind of take awesome. this thing. Yeah. So just share your heart, share what you were talking to me and I can spur you on from there. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, I really feel what I want to release today is not just something for me. I think first, first and foremost for me, this is totally yeah. for me. And like I said, I've just experienced some uh, a real, a real alignment, and uh, I'm really excited about what God had done in me. But I really feel like what we're going to share today has to do with uh, it's going to impact the body, um, yeah. especially people in ministry. You know, we're ministry pastors, types, pastors, leaders, leaders. guys. I'm man. telling you, sometimes we get to a place in our lives where we kind of end up disconnected, uh, disconnecting our uh, mind, our, our thoughts, our emotions, our will. I mean, just different things. We end up becoming kind of divided. Yeah. And the scripture is true. It says, give me an undivided heart that I would fear your name, man. That's what yeah. David prayed in the Psalms. And I feel like, guys, what happened in me was a realignment. And so it's a lot of same themes. It almost feels like uh, at times you're going to hear a lot of the same content as the first podcast of The Secret Place, because guys, I'm serious. This is what's so bizarre is Jeff, you can walk through life and you can be flowing in the spirit and you can work under the anointing of God and have all this cool stuff happen. You can lead worship and you can pray for the sick. You can preach sermons. You can do all this stuff. But guys, I'm telling you, what I had gotten to was a place of, man, almost disconnecting everything, my soul uh, from my spirit. And so... Uh, a lot of you guys know that I'm with a ministry called Time to Revive out of Dallas, and what we do is it's all about equipping the saints. And uh, just this last week, guys, um, I, I was able to go to Tampa with our national team. And really, I'm just going to try to make this long story really short, but... Uh, Don't make it too short. Okay. Like, share, you know, that, that's okay. what this podcast is about, is your yeah. testimony. And I'm just going to say to leaders, I'm begging you, do not think of this. Don't let your first thought be... Who can this apply to? Yeah. Who who do I know that that needs some help in this area? No, I'm asking you. Mm. We are asking you to look at you because we're sitting here as leaders saying this is one of the greatest things that plagues leaders, people who are passionate about ministry, who yeah. want to do ministry. So listen to Josh's story, his testimony, because it's real. And guys, I'm not trying to drop Jeff's name. I'm not trying to even promote the book. Yeah. I want to exalt Jesus in this place, but guys. This encounter with the Lord that I had over this last week, it began with reading a chapter out of Awakening Pure Worship uh, by Jeff. And uh, this particular story was the conception of something being birthed in my life, Jeff. Wow. And 
Um, you know, I, I was a big fan of Sonic Flood, man. I, I remember all these just awesome times with the Lord that I had by listening to, to you and, and following your ministry. We didn't even know each other back then. I was just a punk teenager. <laughs> but guys, uh, as I was reading this book in chapter two, um, it really just reawakening something. And in, in chapter two, it's called Intimacy Before Ministry. But Jeff, in this chapter, he's telling the story of a certain secret moment that he had with the Lord. And really, if I understand what I'm reading correctly, yep. Jeff, you were tracking yep. uh, for the Pink Album, the Sonic Flood CD, yep. um, and you were tracking The Heart of Worship, a Matt Redman song, one of my favorite worship songs of all time. And uh, what had happened was that you had had this crazy encounter with the Lord as you're singing it. You're singing this, I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus, right? I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. Yes. To get I mean, into your headspace, just yeah. tell me oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it was one of those situations where I, I really wasn't, the song hadn't quite risen to popularity, yet there were some churches that were singing it. And so one of my friends in the band, you know, brought the song to us and it was like, hey, maybe we should consider doing this song. And so honestly, I didn't know it that well. So I had shown up early that day to record the song and needed to practice it. Yeah. Nobody was there yet. So I went to the studio and I just hit, you know, play on the recording unit and it started to play the track because we'd record the music already. And that yep. was my day to sing the vocal. And man, I started singing the vocal and wow. I wept right there because of those words that you were saying. And it's so just, powerful. You know. And what's weird is I've, I've told Jeff this a hundred times, guys. I remember being a 15 year old kid sitting in my best buddy's car, uh, Pontiac Sunbird, man. And I, we were listening to that song in his driveway and man, both my buddy Ryan and I, we just wept and we're just like, yes, this is it. This is worship. This is our heart. Take us beyond yes. songs. Yes. We want to know you. We want to know your thoughts. We want to know your heart. We don't want to just give to you our, our sacrifice of, yes. of bulls and grain. God, we want to know you. Yes. And and that was the cry of our heart as a, as a young as a young teenager, but guys, I want to tell you, just straight up, I've come into a place over the last couple of years, really three years ago, that I began to not trust the Lord. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share that story uh, here in a few minutes. But guys, I'm sitting here on the plane. I'm reading chapter two, reading the stories. Tears are filling my eyes, remembering, man, God, if you could just bring me back to that moment, yeah, if you could bring me back to that place of just what happened with Jeff, Lord, that you yep. would bring me back to that place of just, yep. it wasn't about ministry. It wasn't about anything. It wasn't about preaching the gospel. Yep. It wasn't about healing the sick. It wasn't yep. about doing anything else, but just spending time with you. Yep. If you could bring me back to that place, Lord, it just began to woo me. And I began longing after that place, but guys, I've had trust issues with the Lord. Um, and so I'm on the plane reading that story. I get down to Tampa. I lead worship that night. And this is what I, I prayed from the stage, Jeff. I'm literally prophesying. I was thinking over the crowd. Yeah. But the Lord was actually causing me to speak prophetically over me. And I had no idea. And dude, this is what I prayed. I said, Lord, I pray that over Tampa, that you would bring us back to that place. I pray that you would completely reset and bust open the box of what we think worship is. Wow. So dude, I'm praying this over the crowd because the body needs it, brother, yeah. because we got to do the ministry. And I'm telling you, I had no clue what I was about to experience by wow. speaking those words. I mean, think about that for a second. Like, and leaders, you need to listen to this. I mean, I've heard John Bevere say this stuff. He'll say, man, when I'm writing my books, it's like 
I'm literally not writing it. The Holy Spirit is writing through me. I can just see him. He's sitting down typing. He's typing away. And all of a sudden, he jumps up. He goes, oh, my goodness, that is so good. And he feels like he's he's not complimenting himself. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh, I'm such a good writer. He's saying, oh, my goodness, I'm learning in this moment just as I write. Yeah. And I don't think we always understand that. We really want to take credit for what we're saying. And, and I think even people listening, yeah. they, they're listening to you prophesying, wow, Josh is so awesome. He's saying these amazing words. And really the point is that we should be going, wow, God is so awesome saying those beautiful things through Josh. Yeah. And then to think that you should be listening as a leader to what you're saying. Yes. And that's what you're saying. In this yeah. moment, you started hearing. It's kind of like Saul, when he entered into the school of the prophets, mm. he begins to prophesy. <laughs> Yep. And uh, he didn't even probably maybe even know what was going on, right. but he was in the environment yes. and maybe even the stuff he was speaking, he was actually speaking over himself. I mean, I, I don't have scripture to back that up, but yeah, I just yeah, wonder yeah. about that. So guys, the next morning I was having just to sit down for a cup of coffee, us worship leaders with Time to Revive, we're trying to figure out, Lord, what's the pulse on Tampa? What are we doing? And I just said this crazy thing and it really ruffled one of our worship leaders feathers. I just said, you know what? I'm kind of at the place with music that I could walk away from music and never touch it again. And there was something that just kind of popped up in her spirit. And she's like, Hmm, I don't think that's, there's something with that. Hmm. And I've been wanting to kind of Oh, I'm a holy man. See, uh-huh. see, I don't care about the music. I just care uh-huh. about the people uh-huh. and I care uh-huh. about the Lord. Uh-huh. And guys, I want to tell you, the Lord revealed something. So later that afternoon, we sit down and we're having a conversation. And she said, I feel like the Lord showed me something for you, Josh. Wow. And I said, lay it on me. And she said, what I saw was I feel like a bruising on your soul. And this is kind of like a, a mama Total, into your life. Total right mama bear, like, like a mother hand. Prophetic She's, mother. Totally. There we go. And so she was actually kind of sheepish and scared mm. to tell me wow. because... Sure, you're the leader. Uh, you're the guy right. that's here in town. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And so she's just like, well, here it is. I feel like there's this bruising on your soul, wow. that there is a, a wedge that has come between you and the Lord. Wow. And I said, you're exactly right. It happened three years ago when my wife and I became missionaries with this group. Wow. And because... I felt like the Lord was speaking something about, hey, you're going to have a promotion. You're going to have an upgrade. You know how like mm-hmm. prophetic people get Jeff sometimes? Oh, and I love man. it because I'm one absolutely, of those guys. Absolutely. absolutely. But you never heard anybody say, you're going to minister to tens. Right. They always say, <laughs> you're going to minister yeah. to thousands oh. or millions. It's never tens. Right. Anyways, yeah, and yeah. Also, one of my favorite things prophetically is, man, I just see you writing songs. Well, of course, <laughs> of course I'm a musician, you know. But, new songs even. Yeah. Well, that, isn't that what you do when you yeah. write a song? It's right. new? Anyways, yeah. But God bless them. I, yeah, I, I love those words. Receive I, it. Receive yeah. it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, she just said, there's this wedge and this bruising. And I said, it happened when I became a missionary because the Lord was calling me into ways of deeper trust yep. that I had ever experienced before. And I felt honestly, Jeff, I felt a couple of things. I felt tricked by God. Yeah. I felt abandoned by the Lord wow. because he called me into this and I didn't feel his presence and all this stuff. And all the time the Lord was wooing me into this secret place. And mm-hmm. guys, this sounds so stupid for me to say right now. Jeff, I'm here recording this podcast with you. We're talking about the secret place. We're talking about the ins and out of what worship is and who it's for. And guys, I want to tell you that I've had my emotions and my mind and my will detached from the Lord for three years. Wow. Yeah. For three years, dude. Yep. Yep. And we're sitting here doing all these podcasts, right? And, and, and you're, I don't know. 
I can go lead worship. Yeah. Guys, we see, I see people get saved. I see people get healed and God uses me because this is what happens. The gifts of the Holy spirit, Mm -hmm. they're without repentance. They're not revocable. And so they're not given to you because you're holy. Right. Like the idea would be like, Oh, if I get holy enough, then God will give me all these gifts, but he gives gifts to everyone. So you could potentially operate in them. Absolutely. No matter where you're at in your walk or, and that's very scary to me. I think that's been the scariest thing is you can function out of your spirit. You can be partnering with the Holy spirit. You can be flowing in the anointing, but you could have, could have your soul completely detached from the Lord. So guys, I want to tell you and just confess over this podcast that I haven't been pursuing Jesus. I haven't been pursuing him in the secret place. Why? Because I've been disappointed and let down and I've fallen into a trap of thinking that I can't trust the Lord. Wow, trust me, you're not the only one who struggles with the challenge of walking with God in everyday life. Josh and I are right there with you, yet we are determined with God's help and together with you to refuse to give up. My heart is so heavy for pastors and leaders who can't see that we are often missing the mark. Many of us study the Bible only to prepare the next sermon, or maybe are more interested in refining our church business practices than we are in being personally refined in the presence of the Lord. So many fly from one service to the next totally numb, even bitter and void of true life, not aware of the disillusionment and disappointment that has crept in. That's why I counted it such an incredible honor to be on the 700 Club last week. Not so I could build my ministry, but so I could shout the message of awakening pure worship, the call of intimacy with God to millions of viewers. Not only was I able to record five different major interviews, but they asked me to share two different songs as well. In case you missed it, you can go to youtube.com forward slash Jeff Dio podcast. I also had the incredible opportunity to preach at my home church's men's breakfast this past Saturday. And I'm telling you, God is burning in me to share this message. It is truly the most important message for this hour. All right, so as we get back into the conversation, I remind everyone to remember that kingdom promotion often looks very different from the promotion the world offers. And Josh continues his incredible story about how, after much difficulty, the Lord finally gave him his breakthrough. So lean in hard as we get back into the Pure Worship Podcast. And that's really huge. And I'm want to hang here for a minute you know you, the fact that you're even being open to sharing all this obviously you shared it with me first uh before we recorded this and what we're not saying and correct me if i'm wrong but it's not like it, it almost makes it sound like you're saying oh well you know i've actually been out drinking and doing drugs <laughs> right and i'm you know sleeping around and all that that's not what we're saying no it's it's just that you had this disconnect yeah between my ministry and then my own personal walk with God. Correct. Because of some disappointment, and I'm sure nobody listening to this has ever had any disappointment. Yeah. Ever, including me. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Because of some pain, yeah. some struggles. Yep. And I mean, I don't want to put, you know, I, I think you said this earlier, but something how, you know, it's almost like you are protecting yourself. Yep because you don't want to have to deal with that pain or face it. So it's easy just to cut off all the emotions. Correct. I don't know. That's exactly right, man. Um, 
So I wasn't going out partying. I wasn't yeah. living some crazy <laughs> double life or anything. But the bottom line was I knew that something was up. And the freaky thing, Jeff, is nobody knew about it. Yeah. My wife could say, because I live with her 24-7, sure. she, she sensed that something was off. Yeah. But she had no idea the magnitude of the bitterness in my heart toward God. Yeah. She had no idea. My friends didn't know it. You didn't know talk it. Talk about that. that what, does that. what do you mean? The bitterness that you had toward God, the trust issues. You yeah. talk about that. You weren't able to say with your mouth, I trust you in the disappointment, Lord. Those words and stuff. Right. Without getting into too much detail, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. to be honest, you guys, uh, doing the missionary thing, it's, it was the hardest step ever because the Lord had said, prophetically said, hey, man, I'm going to give you an upgrade. Every prophetic person coming up would say promotion, promotion. Yep, yep. And I felt tricked in the sense of like, Man, I have to raise my funds now. Sure. And I did get a promotion. I did get yeah. an upgrade. But it's the a kingdom promotion. Absolutely. But it's not the way that we think of promotion. Totally. We think, oh, doubling my salary. Oh. Yes. And it's really an incredible promotion to be called to do what you're doing. Yes. But not necessarily in the way the world thinks of it. Totally. And so I just really fallen out of trust with the Lord. I would equate it like this. If you're struggling in your marriage or if you do something, mm-hmm. like for me, if I do something to betray my wife's trust or right. if she does something to betray my trust, yep. when you don't have trust, you don't have intimacy. Yeah. And so what happened with the Lord is, is I kind of fell out of trust with him, yeah. even though he didn't do anything wrong, right. but how I processed it was there was a lie that the enemy spoke that the Lord can't really be trusted, sure. that he'll call you into something and then he'll sideswipe you and curveball you or whatever. Well, and it's it's not that we're saying, part of it is that we don't see the big picture either. Yeah. Right? Because Correct. you and I have both had, I'm sure people listening have also had things that the Lord has said to them. Oh, this, oh, that's going to happen in your life. Oh, I'm going to use you in this way. And yet... When we're in the process, it's easy to look at the Bible stories, even at a guy like Joseph's life. Totally. I mean, 17 years, that's a long time to go from the dream to the point where the dream actually came to pass. Yeah. But we can still see the end because we see the whole story. Yeah. When you're living your story, it can still feel like disappointment in year one, year two, year three, year four, and it keeps going. So we're not saying that, you know there isn't disappointment and that you were wrong in being disappointed or or upset that things didn't go the way that you wanted them to go, but that you allowed that to disconnect you from God in a relationship. And I could say, man, with all confidence, because of my disappointment, you know, Proverbs 13, 12, it says that hope, listen to this, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a lot, say it again, say it again. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Wow. And guys, I just, I had had so many hopes or so many different things that I thought it was going to pan out uh, in a different way. It didn't go how I thought. And so my hope was deferred. It made my heart sick. Again, I don't know if it's soul or spirit. I don't know yeah, the yeah. anatomy, man, yeah. of this. And so I keep kind of bouncing between it's soul and mind and spiritual, spir- anatomy. you know, all this kind of stuff. So maybe we can get into that on some other podcast. But all I know was, guys, because of my bitterness... I began to wander and my heart was disconnected from the Lord. I felt like my emotions, uh, my will uh, was not toward the Lord. I felt like spiritually I was completely obstinate to the point, Jeff, this is so stupid for me to say this, that I felt like I couldn't even pray. Like I forgot how to pray. I forgot. Not as far as you're praying in public because you're you're doing that. Because I'm doing the ministry. I'm doing all this stuff. You and God actually talking together where had nothing to do with you preparing for ministry. My drive to be with him in the secret place was gone. 
even when we recorded this podcast yeah, yeah. Call the a couple months place. ago. Yeah. Guys, I'm telling you, I wasn't living that. I yeah. wasn't in that place of desiring God. But was I unauthentic or fake when I was worshiping? No, because mm-hmm. my spirit was being yep. controlled by the Holy Spirit. Yep. But when I got off the platform, yep. when I got away and just alone with me and God, I felt nothing and I didn't want to feel anything. There's two types of people I think that, that are maybe listening to. You have some that would say, I totally identify with what you're saying. I've been, I, I want that. Because you weren't even saying you didn't want it. You were disappointed in the Lord and so you allowed yourself to, to stop. It's not like you didn't believe in this secret place no. or those types of things. So there'd be some folks that maybe they don't even realize they're supposed to have secret place time with God. Yeah. They don't even realize that. They're like, what do you mean? What does that mean? What's the secret place? That means I, I read my Bible, but that's about it. I didn't even realize it was supposed to be about relationship. I'm just doing my duty, my Christian duty. Yeah. And then there's those who do realize they're experiencing exactly what you have experienced where they've been doing ministry, they've been effective in ministry, they're flowing in the spirit, prophesying, doing ministry, but completely severed in their personal one-on-one, face-to-face relationship with God. In my marriage and my covenant with the Lord, for all intents and purposes, there was betrayed trust. And so even though it's like being married, my wife, we have kids, we have a ministry, we carry on with life, but still you can be completely disconnected from each other yes. because if you don't have trust, you don't have intimacy. Yeah. So yes. this is the fun part, you guys. I said, Sherry, you're totally right. There is a bruising on my soul. And I, I said, this is what happened. I've had a hope deferred. And I said, so what do I do with that? And she says, well, I just see a picture of you sitting down at the piano and just beginning to sing out your heart to the Lord. And so I looked all over. I was trying to track down a piano. I'm like, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to left brain myself into my healing right now. I know oh, this is just... feel that. Feel that. Come on, baby. Like he's going to left brain it. Mean like we get it done, right? Check off the to-do list. Oh, I found right. the problem. I need to fix it. Here I go. I'm going to go find a piano, sing, and we'll get it done. And then it's I'm going to be completely healed, joyously set free. Yeah. <laughs> done. But see, it was all cerebral. It didn't have any breath of the Holy Spirit on it. I was trying to make something happen. And so, you know, I sat, I got a guitar and was beginning to sin. I was just kind of whining to the Lord, to be honest. And the Lord can handle my whining. That's sure, totally cool. Absolutely. David whined a lot in the scriptures. Absolutely. But guys, this is the fun thing. The next morning, 630 in the morning, we're so sound. So it didn't happen then. It though. did not happen like, then. Bleh, like nothing. Eh, you nothing. tried. Eh, you were expecting, you were hoping, another hope deferred. Yeah. Oh, that's the last thing you need, right? What's fun is between that time and the next morning, uh, we were working with the church and the Lord laid it on our heart to, we're going to strip everything back. We're going to cancel the band. We're going to sing a cappella. What? And so it was this process. It's a you big guys. church, right? It, it, 5,000 right. people in this church and lights, they do the smoke. I mean, it's awesome. It, seriously, it's legit. And so you guys decided to cut all of that stuff. And because we wanted to bring it down to just like, what is the heart of worship? Again, mm. you're doing things yep. for the body. Yeah. But the Lord is actually wooing you, and it's the process of him drawing me back to him. Yeah. And so we did that. We, I didn't even have a microphone that night. And let's just say it. You said it to me when we talked about it in the kitchen. We are not saying hazers are bad. Right. We're not saying lights are bad. We're not saying the band is bad. All those things are amoral. Yeah. That means that they don't have morality in and of themselves. It's yeah. how we use those things, Correct. right? So that's what you guys were saying. Hey, let's strip it back strip so it we back. can get back to... Yep what it's really about. Let's just strip it down to nothing so that we're really fixing our gaze upon the Lord. Yes. So all of this was the process. The next morning, guys, got up and uh, we were sound checking at 6.30 in the morning for seven o'clock prayer. And I was sitting at the piano 
And I just began singing a Will Reagan United Pursuit song. Come and on. it just goes, So take me back, back to the beginning when I was young, running through the fields with you. And when I said that, it was just like mm. I got ran over by a Mack truck because that what the Lord wasn't looking for. He wasn't looking for my whining, although he can handle that. What he wanted was the core of what I was longing for. Mm. And so I said, Lord, I just want to go back to the beginning, to that time that I was reading that chapter on the plane a couple days before on Sunday, going to Tampa, take me back to the secret place, that heart of worship where everything else disappears and it's just me and you. And guys, it's so odd to confess, but I just haven't walked in that for three years. But the Lord wooed me and drew me back to that place of a longing desire, a passion for him, a passion in the morning to wake up and just spend time with him and be with him. And, and guys, I want to make this clear. This, this is not about emotions or feelings, but it doesn't all hinge on that. But guys, when you're to the place where you feel nothing, when you feel no love or passion for Jesus, that's a problem. And the Lord brought me back to to that place of intimacy with him. And, uh, I'm telling you, Jeff, I feel I feel like a newborn baby, man. Yeah. I feel like I got baby skin again. I feel like the Lord just restored to me the joy of his salvation. And That's um, huge. I mean, that's really what you said when you walked in my door today. Yeah. And I was like, how you doing? And you're like, I'm like restored, brother. And I'm yeah. like, really? Talk to me about that. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what we long for. Yeah. You know, but... We oftentimes seek the restoration in all the wrong places. Yes. And you found it in the secret place. See, people think that they're going to find restoration for their soul by taking delight in ministry. Yeah. Or going out and doing this stuff or seeing souls saved. And guys, all of that is legit. All of that is out of a good, pure heart. But like what we said, like I even said in this dang first podcast if we can understand this, it'll change every aspect of our life. If we can get to the place of we're putting Jesus first, yes, <laughs> it'll change your marriage, yeah. it'll change your kids, yeah. it'll change your ministry. But truly, guys, I want to say this out of honesty, is that you cannot do this without intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. Or actually, that's I guess that's the freaky part, man, is you, can. is you can. Right, but you don't want to. I don't want to be in that company in, in, when Jesus talked about, <clears throat> man, they prophesied in my name and they healed the sick and they did all this stuff, but their heart was far from me. Yeah. I don't want to be in that spot. No. I want to have a united heart that I would fear his name. I want to, I, 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 like Psalm 51 says, I don't want to just bring him offerings of grain and the sacrifice of bulls because yeah. it doesn't work, guys. Yeah. What works is a contrite heart, a broken spirit. Those are the sacrifices that are pleasing to God. And dude, I'm just... I'm just so excited to be brought back to just that simple place of rediscovering my secret place with him again. Well, you even said that your wife knows the difference. Yeah. Right? Because it yeah. touches everything. We keep saying that. Like we're saying, hey, this I almost sound like a car salesman when I'm saying this. Like, If you'll spend time alone with God, you and God, not studying the Bible so you can preach your sermon, not practicing the worship song in a quiet place so that you're ready to sing it in the public place. No, actually just doing it to be with God for no other purpose. If you do that, it will actually touch every other area. And it touched your relationship with your wife. Yeah. Just because you had renewed, 
revitalized intimacy with God. Yes. Now there's a new level of relationship that can happen with you and your wife. Yeah. See, but people, they have a struggle with their spouse and they go to, and again, I think you can go to counseling. You need to go to counseling, whatever. But if you go to the counselor, yes, not even for just advice, but just to be with him, yeah, it will change your marriage. It will heal your marriage. And it'll heal your finances. Totally. It'll heal. And the crazy thing was, was the byproduct in Tampa was, look, at that point, Jeff, I didn't care about anybody but me. I was so excited to come back to the secret place with God, man. I was just so pumped. Man, I wept for all, like all day. Wow. I was so rocked. Wow. But what happened was there was something that broke over our team. There was something that broke yeah. over the city. And the byproduct guys is when you walk in humility and when you and the Lord are connected to that secret place, the atmosphere shifts around you. Yes. And so this is what I want to do, man, just to close out this time. Yeah. Could we just pray over, over the people that are listening to, to yes. go back to that simple thing? I want to give you one practical thing and then yeah. we'll pray. The question you have to ask yourself as you're listening, and trust me, I am, I am literally asking myself this question right now. What is it worth to you to gain secret place fellowship with God? And what I mean by that is practically, what do you need to cut out? What mm. do I need to cut out? Because there's only 24 hours in a day and we're all busy. We've all got a lot of things going and there's always reasons. And see, we use ministry as an excuse to not have time alone with God. Right. But what do you need to cut out? Let me just speak to a pastor yeah. who's listening. What if you didn't preach in your church for the next four weeks? What would happen? Would the church fall apart? Would everyone leave? What if you took a sabbatical and you said, I'm going to stop doing ministry until it actually is overflowing out of my secret place relationship with God? I am going to stop the madness yeah. of doing ministry. Jesus. Apart from intimacy, Man. what would it be worth to you? What if the whole church fell apart and everybody left? but you got your intimacy back with God. Come would it be on, worth it? Could you rebuild a church by his spirit? Of course you could. Yeah. Would it be worth it? Or, or are you going to say, I don't have time for that. Or our church is about to explode and we're on the verge of something here. But what's it worth to you? And you could go yeah. through every single ministry or, or even person who's not in ministry, who's just busy in life, mm -hmm. the stay at home mom. I mean, there's a million things that stay at home moms Absolutely. have to do to keep up with. And you have so many reasons to not spend time with God. My kid wakes up at 5.30 in the morning and, and from that point on, it's just running, 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 laundry and I mean, dishes and just everything. But we're saying, what's it worth to you? Because you know what? Do you really want a kid who loves the Lord when he grows up? The way that you're gonna get that is by you getting in the secret place, mom, <laughs> dad, yeah, with Jesus, hanging out. It's going yeah. to be the best thing that ever happened to your kids. Yeah. Is if you will spend time alone in the secret place and you'll minister to them in ways that you could never do. You'll accomplish more, you'll get the dishes done, you'll get all those things, but if you'll just hang out with Jesus. Daryl Evans, you know, has this simple little part in your love is extravagant he says i find i'm moving to the rhythms of your grace your fragrance is intoxicating in our secret place wow. and guys what i want to bless you with today 
and I want to just continue to step into more and more is that you have your secret place. Like he's prepared a place for you, man. It's more than uh, Jeff at, at the end of the book, you have this thing called more than mansions guys. The whole purpose mm. of salvation is not just so that you can go to heaven someday. It's yeah. because he longs friends. This is the crazy thing. He longs to have a relationship with you mm. right now. He longs for you to gaze upon his face. Yes. He longs for you to, to behold him in the splendor of his holiness. Yes. He is longing to meet with you so much more than we are willing and even desiring yes. to meet with him. And so I'm asking that the Lord would stir up a desire in all of us to pursue him yes. more and more. So I want to bless you with this in Jesus name over everybody that's listening right now, I pray that you would in your grace and in your love, Lord, I don't know what kind of wounds or, yes. or issues there are between them and you, but Lord, I feel like we all have them, especially for pastors, yes. because sometimes ministry gets so hard and sheep bite and they stink. Yes. And sometimes it's just a mess. And Lord, sometimes we just divorce our, our emotions and our will in our mind, the way that we think about you, we divorced it from our spirit. And so God, a lot of us are functioning in the spirit. We're doing the stuff, but Lord, our love and affection is far from you. I pray that you would restore unto us the joy of your salvation today, God. Restore unto these people, restore unto me the joy of your salvation and grant us a willing spirit that is in submission to you and that longs to be with you. In Jesus' name. All right, guys, that'll do it for this week's podcast entitled The Secret Place Under Fire. Man, I am so blessed by Josh and his willingness to invite us into his not-so-perfect journey so we can be encouraged to be honest with our own messes and in turn invite God to revitalize our secret place once and for all. You might not have realized that your secret time with God is under fire, but the enemy is so interested in guiding you coyly away from this burst of oxygen for your soul. I also want to give a huge shout out to Josh's ministry, Revive Minnesota. If you would like to know more and would consider supporting Josh and Megan Edwards, please, please visit reviveminnesota.org today. Okay, on our next podcast, we get into a conversation entitled King and Friend, which is going to challenge us to avoid the common mistake of forming our understanding of who God is based on our personality or on how we were raised. So put us on your calendar for this coming Tuesday, and we'll look forward to hanging with our podcast family on the next Pure Worship Podcast.